Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast today is dedicated in honor of Evan Bailey, sponsored anonymously by his friend. And breakfast is also sponsored by Ralph Sid in honor of his uncle, Saul R. Tawel. Hazaku Baruch. The Pasuk tells us, Kol yatom lo ta'anun. Every almana, if you have a, a widow, the yatom, and a orphan, lo ta'anun, do not cause them pain. Im ane ta'ane oto. If you shall uh, cause him pain, if you shall get him to make him suffer, right? What's going to happen? The pasuk continues and says, "Tsaok yitzak," uh, right? He will surely call out again. Double ashon, tsaok uh, yitzak. He will he will cry. Surely he will cry. And what will happen? Shamoa eshma tsaakato. And God says, "I will listen. I will truly listen to his tsaaka, to his uh, what's it called, to his uh, 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 cry." Now, what's fascinating to me is that the, you find these double lishonot in the pasuk again and again and again and again. Each time. What's going on with all of this? There's an amazing uh, story that illustrates specifically this nikuda. There were two rabbis. The Sanzu Rebbe was once traveling with a, a friend of his, with a, a colleague. And they get to a certain city. And as they get to the city, there's a man in the city who has houses in the, in the town. He hears that these two great rabbis are coming. He runs out to greet them at the edge of the city. He says, please, I would love for you to stay in one of my homes. You know, it would be an honor for me. It would be a zechut for me if you would stay. Please do me the honor. Do me, the, do me a favor. They say, of course, you know, the guy is a nice, a good Jew. He wants to, or, you know, help. He's offering a favor. They need a place to stay. Fantastic. As they're coming close, close to the house, they see outside the guy is arguing with a woman, turns out, there's this almana uh, widow who says to the, to the rabbis, how could you stay here? Don't you know that I have a, 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 a court case with this guy about the house that he's, that he's offering you to stay in? You know, would you stay in such a house? The rabbis turn to the man. They say, look, we appreciate the offer, of course. But now that we have an almana telling us outside that there's a question about the ownership of this place or, or whether there's a lien on the home, you know, we can't, we can't stay in here. So they say, you know what, no problem. Again, I love this idea. The two rabbis, they took a third person, they immediately made a bet dean. They sit down outside the house, they say, let's hear the case. Anyway, the guy presents his case, and the almana, the, the, uh, the widow, she presents her case. And the rabbi sees immediately that the, the claim that she has in the house is not actual, it's fanciful. She thought she was going to get the thing, the deal. Meanwhile, there was no actual basis to her claims in halakha. Anyway, they rule, the case is ruled in favor of the owner of the house and against the, uh, the, the widow. Anyway, uh, the, of the second rabbi now turns to the first and he says, look, I, you could go in if you want, he says, but I, I t- still feels like I, I can't stay here. So the balabai, the owner of the house, the guy who's offering them to stay, he overhears, he says, you still don't want to stay. You just ruled, you yourself just ruled in the bed dean in my favor. That there's no, you know, there's no basis to her claims. Uh, what were you, were you joking? He says, no. He says, until, until she's appeased, until she feels like there's nothing that's going against her in this case, you know, that, that she's not being hard done by, I don't feel comfortable be staying in the home, right? So again, they sit down and they have a bit. They sit down as a bit. Now on the second case, on the, on the fact that she wants to feel heard, 
the, the guy says, listen, you know what? That, what do you want already? You want, the, you want some money for the fact that you, you feel put out? How much do you want? He pulls out the money. He gives her the money. The woman is smiling. She walks away. The rabbi says, okay, now I can go in the house. The guy says, please explain to me what's going on over here. Like you had a court case. You ruled against her. Now she's crying. She's upset. Well, you know, what, you know you, you, what's, what are our, to where are our responsibilities? So the rabbi, the, uh, his name was the Semach David, the Din of a Rebbe. He says, and I, I, I was almost shaking when I read this. He quoted this pasuk. The pasuk says, Kol lo Don't cause them pain. Because if you will cause her or him pain, Cry, he will surely cry. And what does God say about that cry? He says, who's it talking about? Tsaok yitzak means they will cry. The word yitzak could mean he will cry, but it could also mean causative. They will cause to cry. Like we see in the word, as yashir Moshe, that not only did Moshe sing, yashir means they caused others to sing as well. Yitzak, said the, uh, the dinner of a Rebbe, means that when the widow cries and when the yatom cries, Yitzak, they cause in Shamaim, the father who passed away, to come in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to beg and to cry on behalf of his wife and children that he left behind in this world. The Nishama in Gan Eden comes in front of Hashem and he says, look what they're doing to my wife. Her tears... They activate his tears. The child's tears activate the father's tears. And the father says, look, my wife, she's, an, she's a widow. This, my kid is an orphan. Look how they're treating them. They t- turned them away from the school because they couldn't afford tuition. You're going to let this stand? Bore olam, you are called Avi Yitomim Dayan Almanot, the father of all orphans. And you are called the judge of all widows. So he said, we're sitting here, we had a court case, true. But if at the end of the court case, she would have said, okay, they ruled against me, I accept it, fine. But she's still crying. I'm nervous. Biflej, like we say in Arabic. I'm terrified to walk into the house because she's crying because of me. What's that going to bring? What kind of judgment is that going to bring down? And the pasuk says, Tsaok, Yitzak, they're going to wake him up in Shamaim. The father who passed away, he's going to come before me. I'm going to listen to his cry. Number one, what a powerful thing this idea is. Uh, the, how careful we have to be with Yitomim and with Almanot. Each and every time you look in the Navi, when the Navi describes the level of Am Yisrael, each and every time, what does he do? He talks about Yitomim Almanot. Always bothered me. Look at all the Nevi'im. When you're talking about the Khurban Bayit, the Bayit was destroyed, everyone is being killed, women are being raped, the children are being eaten, you know, because they can't have no food. The worst punishments. And, and what does Hashem say? Hashem says, were the Jewish people okay? Did they hurt the Almanot? Did they? Were the Almanot? What have to do with Dayanim? What does have to do with the, with the Yitomim? The answer is, you know what the measure of a society is? How do they treat the most vulnerable? You can judge a society by seeing how they treat Yitomim, Almanot. 
the people that if you did them wrong, who's going to stand up for them? That's how you know if a people are just. That's the barometer. You know, if you go down to your basement or in an in a apartment building in the city, more likely you go down to the super. You ask the super to check your boiler. So there's this big boiler. He wants to check the pressure. Does he go into the boiler to check the pressure? No. Little gauge. You want to check the water pressure. Do you go into the pipes? No, little gauge. That means from this little tiny gauge, which only a tiny bit of water goes through, one can extrapolate what's going on in the whole thing. You know what's in that little circle of focus? The almana and the yatom. Not only that, let's expand it. The ger, the levi, the person who is a, a sojourner amongst you. He's a foreigner. He doesn't know anybody. Is he getting ripped off in the community when he tries to find an apartment? Are people trying to hustle and sell him cars because he doesn't know better, he doesn't know the exchange rate? When you look at a society's most vulnerable, that's how you judge if people are honest or just. So Rabotai, when we look at people and when we see someone and you think, wow, this is going to be an easy sale, check yourself. Because the other guy might be hooked up with lawyers, but this guy's hooked up with God. God answers his calls. Avi Tomim Dayan Almanot. I'm the one who says to you, you want me to take care of your family? Did you take care of the Ger, the Yatom, the Dayan, the Almana, and the, uh, and the Levi, the, the rabbi in the community who's teaching, who doesn't have a piece of land to develop, or uh, what's it called, or a business because he's busy teaching your kid in school, Aleph Bet? Are you taking care of the people? Who are vulnerable? That's what God asks. Because if tzaok yitzak, shamo eshma. A second thing that I learned, which brought me tremendous comfort, is that a lot of times people feel extreme loss in their life when they lose someone that is dear to them. And part of the reason is because they feel that they had a very strong connection and the connection is gone. When we read this pasuk, we understand that every tsa'ar that a person has, their father in Shamaim if he passed, their mother in heaven if she's gone, is not only aware, but in tune to the point that your tears make them cry. On the flip side, your joy gladdens their heart. If not, where would this be? How could it be that your cries would generate in the father who's passed for him to cry. What an unbelievable nechama that is. To know that our loved ones in the heavens are also in tune and connected to our emotions, whether they be joy or pain. Wow. Rabotai, I'd just like to end with this. There was a man who came to Rav Shimshon Pincus and he had a terrible problem. He uh, unfortunately, you know, he was suffering with this problem for a long time. And he went to person after person, and one person said to him, you know, you should give more tzedakah. So he gave more tzedakah. Next person told him, you know, you should study more Torah. Study more Torah. He's doing everything he can to try and get, uh, you know, this thing that he wants. I don't know if it was to have children or to get married or whatever the case might be, but he desperately needed a Yeshua. He comes to Rav Shimshim Pincus, and he writes him a letter, and he pours his heart out to the rabbi. The rabbi writes him back a letter, and he says to him, look, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to read this to you. I read your letter. 
I've not personally reached a level, Rav Shimshon Pinka says, to give you, uh, you know, ideas, exactly how you should be able to deal with your situation. I'm going to write what seems to me, according to the, you know, the, uh, the scarcity of my knowledge, he was a tremendous Tamil Chacham, by the way. According to the little I know, he says, I want to tell you what you need to do. It seems to me, he says, you're doing more than enough. You're learning more than enough. You're giving more than enough Siddhaqah. You've accepted more than enough Chumrat on yourself. You are now beyond the threshold of Hishtadlut where you need to try harder. A person can't try harder than you are trying in order to get what you want. He says, so I think it seems to me that there's no more in you to be able to achieve what you want. There's nothing more that you could do. I say, he said, I think, I think we've reached a stage where we need to ask for outside help. He says, and I'm going to give you an address for you to go to, to seek this outside help. And I'm going to give you a name. Please don't be bashful. Don't be shy. Go to him. He wants to help you. His name is God. And his address is everywhere. And there's not a time when you need to make an appointment. You can call out to him at any time. And his address is everywhere. And I, I want to tell you a secret. He loves you more than you love yourself. Not only that, he's already, I contacted him. And he's waiting for your call. He said so many people make a mistake and they think they need to do things. But you have someone... You have a being that at any time you could reach out to. And not to pray like you prayed shacharit. But to pray with all of your heart. Tsaok yitzak. I thought to myself, Shema Israel, Because the dinner of a Rebbe told us, Tsaok yitzak means that when a yatom cries, he could cause his father who passed away, this orphan who passed away, his father to cry in Gan Eden. But Rabbi we know that we also have a father in Shamayim, where God says, Kalani Miroshi. He cries also over our Tsar. Talk to him about your pain. Cry to him about your suffering or about your needs. Could you imagine if Tsaok Yitzak refers not to the man's physical father, but Tsaok Yitzak, his cries cause God himself to cry out? Is there any doubt then that Shamoa Eshma Etzaakato, that God will listen to his own cries over the sa'ah that a person feels? That's what Rav Shimshon Pinka said to this said to this man. He says, and when you call him, when you call him, I've heard this from uh, people who are collecting sedaqah. They say to other people, they say, go to this guy and don't let him hang up the phone. Don't leave his house. Don't let him finish the conversation until he promises to help you. Rav, Rav Shimshon Pinka said the same thing. He said, don't let go. And he quoted a pasuk in Yeshayahu. Al domi lachem ve'al titni domi lo. You don't stop talking. You don't be quiet. And don't let him be quiet. Because God says, it says about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, al yarpecha, lo yarpecha, ve'lo He won't let you go. He won't leave go of you. He won't let you down. You just need to keep calling until the situation improves. When a person calls out like that, 
then Rabotai, we can know that those tefillot will be answered. Letova, we should be zochet to see the Yeshuot and the answering of our tefillot in every way that we need. Baruch Amen, Amen. Amen.